Welcome, listeners. Welcome to yeah. Three for Tea. Yes, welcome. And welcome, Brian. Nice to catch up with you. Yes, yes. And welcome, Sylvia. I, yes, I'm Sylvia Rose. I'm the hostess with the mostest. And today I have the mostest. I don't know. Mostest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking around my yard. I have the mostest beautiful yard. I mean, it's a perfect summer, winter. What is this, fall? It's You've got the mostest weather right now, yeah. I have the mostest weather, so. You do. Uh, and that's about it. And we also have with us Mr. Brian. What's yep, up, Brian? I have, I have the mostest coldest weather right now. Yeah. I woke up oh, to 30, 39 degrees and there's butters. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> butters. You act as though he can do that on purpose. He is doing it on purpose, I swear. Because really? it's okay. every time we start the podcast. That's hilarious. I swear to God. Um, anyway. Well, he's an interrupter. Okay, an interrupter. so what do we got? What are we going to start with? Are we going to start with news or entertainment? How about news you can use? What do you have, Mr. News you can use. Because this is uh, crazy. Israel, I guess, is at war with uh, Palestine. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, hum- Hamas, which I've been at war with Hamas for a long time. It's right. I think it's Hamas. Hamas. Oh, oh my bad. Yes. It's okay. another Hummus. fact. Well, hummus is delicious. Anyways. Hummus is delicious, but my God, it's so full of carbs. And that's, you know, know. it's just something you have to watch. But I think it's good carbs. I think. think, Anyway. I I think we should talk more about Israel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you know about that? Because I'm a little bit dumb about all this world world stuff. Like, I get a little bit confused with too many things in my head. And there's too many things in my head. I feel like this is the war that's been going on forever. And it's never going to end. It's always been Israel versus Palestine. These two have never liked each other. Um, I know. Don't you ne- wish we could just get them into therapy together and get I know. it all worked out? I, I mean, know. come on. And Netanyahu has always said that he's going to take over Palestine. So this is him making good on that promise. And uh, well, I feel like I feel like we're kind of, unfortunately, allies because of Trump with Netanyahu. I don't feel like that ever really got addressed when President Biden uh, took office. Is what, are we going, are we still going to be allies with Israel? Because Netanyahu is kind of a tyrant. See, this is the thing. When you start throwing all those words around, I check out because I don't know who's who in this fight. It's like, it, it, I, I, and I, I should be ashamed of myself because it's ignorance. I should pay more attention. Gary knows all the things because he pays attention, but it's not good for anybody. We need to no. stop this. It's yeah. nonsense. It's it's crazy. Yeah, people are innocent. Um, people are dying right now. Yeah, it's it's crazy and because then, of politics, oh, basically. And and you know, I was thinking this morning when we have a war, it should just be like army men against army men. Why are you shooting civilians on the street while they're right. shopping? Right. It's not right. So I don't like it. I don't like any of it. Uh, there are other things we could talk about that will might bring us a little bit more joy. How about this whole Republican Party thing? <laughs> <laughs> All that nonsense with McCarthy. I know, the speaker. Oh so my. it looks like Jim Jordan is going to become the speaker. Oh, is looks that right? Like I haven't I haven't seen any of that. So yeah. That's kind of what it looks like I right now. I knew he was nominated or he was in the running or he threw his hat in the ring or something. Um, I just can't believe all of this nonsense is taking away from all the things that are important. 
It, it, well, they're playing like kids in a high school. The Republicans have no idea what's important. They never have. They haven't passed a bit of legislation in in years that has made any kind of difference to the people. You know, and I will say that for the Biden administration, at least the Biden administration passed that infrastructure bill. And you should see, I don't know about Florida because, well, especially Naples, they, they don't really need the help down there. They already, they already look perfectly manicured down there um, in those parts of Florida. You know, Florida is a pretty yeah. well-to-do state. Um, but up here in well, Ohio. I'm not so sure. There's a lot of poor up here in Florida, down here in Florida. There Anyways. is. There, you are um, you are correct. There are, there are parts of it that are very rural. Very... Yeah, it's different. It's a different. It's different than Ohio. You're right. I think I know what you're talking about. Ohio, Ohio. When I think about Ohio, now here I am, listeners. Again, just making up things based on what I think I know. I've never been to Ohio, <laughs> but I feel like it's like a very industrial state. Am I right it, about that? It used to be. It, or it used to be exactly. Yeah, it, it but was now kind it's of like to Michigan from that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When all the when all the manufacturing jobs left, you know, Ohio kind of uh, became you know, a lot of people left too. over 100,000 yes. people. Yes. So that's and it, it became a very hard place to live. And now it's kind of bouncing back, kind of like Michigan. OK, so, now is Ohio a red state mostly? Ohio is, is mostly a red state. I would say it's a purple state, but purple. Um, OK. Yeah, now that the influx of people coming out of Florida are moving into places like Ohio and Michigan, especially Michigan, we'll yeah. see how this election goes. It might be very different. Yeah. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves because I don't even want to talk about that election until it's time because it's going to make me crazy with all the nonsense. Uh, what else do you have for news you can use? Um, as far as news you can use, that's all I've really been following is the speaker's race. And um, I guess, you know, as I've, I didn't even know yesterday, we Israel went to war until I got home because I was in Michigan. You know, I was up there procuring um, vegetables <laughs> <clears throat> that you can only get in Michigan. Uh, that's so funny because I was talking about those vegetables from Michigan yesterday <laughs> with some people in a vegetable store. Yeah. Uh, with my friend, and um, they thought you could get vegetables in Ohio. And I was like, no, I have a friend who has to go to Michigan for vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> Medically, you can get veg you can get medical vegetables here. Oh, you know. well, well, then why don't you have a medical vegetable card? Because it's so much cheaper in Michigan. The oh. surcharge on vegetables here for medical use is ridiculous. Like, for instance, wow. a thing of concentrated vegetable juice would cost you <laughs> at least 60 to $70 here in Ohio for medical use. But if I go up to Michigan and get the exact same vegetable juice, it's $10. Oh, my. It's worth the trip to Michigan it's worth once the trip. in a while. Are you? Um... I got 10 of them, 10 of those concentrated vegetable juices for $65. Okay, now here's my question. Wouldn't it behoove you to get the medical card for the vegetables in Ohio? So in case you got caught with all that stuff, because couldn't it, you get in trouble? It probably would, but it's hundreds of dollars, and I'm just not willing to pay that. Okay, so just be careful with your vegetable juice. Exactly. Concentrate. I only, really, I really, only really juice at home, really. 
You only juice at home. Okay, yeah. that's good. Well, now I feel bad, uh, like a like an idiot, because I convinced my friend and the person at the vegetable store that it was not legal in Ohio. Well, it's okay. And I was wrong. It's an unfact. We're okay. good at that. I'll that's never be in that vegetable store again. That guy doesn't know who I am. It doesn't matter. Uh, so do we have anything in the entertainment news, mister? Well, we are all gearing up for the release of Britney Spears' memoir, which is coming out when at the end of this release? month. Ooh, she's yeah. a mess. She's done. You know that, right? You know, well, like, she's... I'm, I'm still going to read the book. Oh, of course you are. Everybody I'm, is. She's going to make some money off it. and It'll give her a few years of income. Oh, yes. Um, she is a train wreck, Brian, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, I know. And uh, so that's coming out. Here's a question. Have you watched the new Survivor yet? I have not. Okay, get started. We've only watched the first episode. There are two out already. We've only watched the first one. Because the first one's probably three hours or something. They're all an hour and a half now. So we have to watch it on Friday night because I can't stay up on a Wednesday night till 9.30. So we watch it on Friday. And we didn't get a chance this Friday because... Oh, Eddie. Eddie went on the blink for a little bit. Oh, no. Eddie reset. I just had to make a phone call to Eddie's keeper. And Eddie's keeper went bloop-dee-bloop-bloop. And then everything worked. Okay. So... We'll get on there tonight. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Survivor, it's going to be a good season. I I think I like the hour and a half, and especially when you watch it on Eddie, because you lose all the commercials. So it feels only like an hour anyways. Well, are uh, you... I know a long time ago you were out of American Horror Story, but are you watching it all? I'm out. What is, it, what is the story this time? Because that called, one just got too much for me. It's called Delicate. And Nothing about that show is delicate. <laughs> I know. So this this season we have Emma Roberts as the main oh, character, and Kim Kardashian as her publicist. Ew. Yeah. I'm definitely out. <laughs> I thought so. I mean, I don't even have to know what the storyline is to know that that's not my jam. Yeah. Kim Kardashian makes me want to puke. Yeah. Yeah, she's talentless. Anyways. Um, yeah, I'm not watching that. We are watching, we started a new show last night, and it is called, hold on, I have it in my notes, because I thought I would talk about this. It is called uh, The Broken Wood Mysteries. Oh. Now, it's it's a brick box series, so, and I think it's Australian, and it's, it, it, it's my jam. It's, did you watch Broadchurch? No. Okay, so it's like a sleepy town and a murder and the guy from out of town comes in and he becomes the sort of nuisance character but saves the day. It's Scooby-Doo, sort of. Just, you know, Jessica Fletcher, that whole thing that I like. So we started that last night. We've only watched one episode. I think it's got like nine seasons. So I'll let you know how that's going. Okay. Um, And then for my TV, so that's one of my TV suggestions. And then I have... Um, what do you call it? Podcast information that I've been listening to. Of course, I'm going to plug my own podcast, Today's Florida Teacher. So any of our listeners who aren't already listening to that, give us a try. We're fun. Yeah. When's the last time you guys recorded? I haven't seen an episode in a minute. Oh, we recorded Thursday. Are you not a Spotify follower? Yeah. You need to follow us. I do. Oh, you know what? I've been... 
I've been listening on Apple Podcasts lately to my podcast. Oh, so maybe we I'll go... can't get on Apple. We've tried everything. Oh. Um, I guess the next thing to try is an actual phone call to a real person that might be able to help me out. Huh. But it, that would definitely help. Um, so that's called Today's Florida Feature. And it's a little bit funny and a little bit serious about what's happening and a little bit in Florida scary. schools. <laughs> and a little bit scary about what's happening in Florida schools. And every week we take on a different sort of... Uh, we call it Ronnie's Rules for uh, Rhonda Santos. That's right. Did you see him wearing his cowboy boots in that interview? I I saw a picture of it. I didn't want to read anything about it. I just saw a picture of it and I thought it was hilarious. And the thing that was, was talking about in the picture I saw was that they're sure he does wear lifts. Yes, they're definitely (laughs) heels. Yes. Oh, are they? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's Big hilarious. Time. That's hilarious. Uh, and they're he, and they're so noticeable. Like, why would you wear heels and cowboy boots if you're? I don't know. You would think you would try to conceal the fact that you're wearing heels. Well, uh, was he in Texas? What was happening? No. Where was he? Okay, no. He was in Florida. Yeah, he doesn't need to wear cowboy boots. You know, I had a little boy show up in school the other day. When I say little boy, I mean twelfth grader. But he's he's a skinny little tiny little kid. And he came in the other day and he had on jeans with a belt and a belt buckle and cowboy boots. Oh, and God. I've never seen him wear this kind of, and a, and a button up, you know, shirt. He looked adorable, but I'd never seen that look on him before. So I just right out loud, wasn't thinking. I was like, I pointed at him and I was like, is this a new look for you? What are you going for? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, he was so cute, but he looked cute in cowboy boots with jeans, not in a suit sitting on a couch. Right. Why are you wearing cowboy boots? Being interviewed about the presidency. Of, yeah. Ugh. Anyways, he's gross. But back to the um, entertainment part of this. Uh, podcast. You're right. Rosie O'Donnell's Onward is a great podcast. It really is. I I forgot how great of an interviewer she is yeah and she's a a great listener she's a great interviewer the questions that she asks are very pertinent i was a little disappointed the lyle menendez interview because i did listen to lyle but by the end of it i was over it i got tired of it well Uh, i don't i wish like about it so listeners there's a podcast called onward by with rosie o'donnell and a couple of weeks ago, she dropped one with Lyle Menendez. And if you don't remember who that is, he's one of those Menendez boys that they killed their parents, blah, blah, blah. Listen to the show. It's not terrible. What did you think about that episode? Well, I loved the episode and I loved hearing their side of the story, especially since that documentary Menendez versus Menudo came out. And I did watch that documentary on Peacock. Um, was it about, any good? It was very good about their father supposedly molesting two members from Menudo. Um, so that does corroborate their story of the fact that they were molested. Now, does that warrant them blowing away both of their parents and then going on a shopping spree that this is the part that nobody talks about is that they actually went on a shopping spree after they killed their parents and spent almost a million dollars on that shopping spree, which shows little to no remorse, you know, in in my book. You're right. However, this is what I'm going to say. This is my opinion, and it's only based on opinion. Remember, fun facts and unfacts. I have no idea about this whole story because I don't know why I didn't pay that much attention to it. Uh, what year was that? Do you remember? Um, it was 30 years ago, so it was okay. So 93. 
I was not paying much attention to that because I was a full-time employee and a full-time college student at the same time. And I was killing myself. So I know I wasn't watching TV. So I knew of the story. I knew what was going on, but I didn't know. I had no idea about a million dollar shopping spree. Oh yeah. They, after they killed their parents, they went and bought all kinds of stuff and went on, you know, booked these elaborate, 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 elaborate. Yeah, you just made up a new word. I like that one. I like it too. Um, All these trips and everything. They showed very little remorse up until the time they got caught. Okay. So so if you guys want to listen, if you want to listen to that, it's a good episode. There's a lot of good episodes. I had no idea what was going on with Kathy Griffin until I listened to her episode. Uh, I had no throat. idea she went through cancer and her yeah. voice is different. And yeah. she was really interesting. I understand now why Hollywood hated her. I mean, Hollywood hated her before the Trump thing. Yeah. You know, those, and now I understand why, because she advocated for herself. Because she was yeah. a loudmouth asking for the same amount of money as anyone else. Right. Uh, yeah, I have more. I, I, I've always liked Kathy Griffin. I've always thought she was hilarious. I think she got a raw deal with the Trump thing. Oh, yeah. I agree. And um, she's got a comeback happening. And I hope it happens for her. Because she too. deserves it. Yeah, she deserves it. She didn't deserve what happened to her. And so that's one of mine that I'm listening to. And another one that I, I forget to mention to people. I think I did mention this one last week. Did I talk about um, this American life? And I believe you did. Called the call. If I hadn't, if I'm repeating myself, I apologize, but there's an episode called the call on this American life and everybody needs to listen to it. It's about, um, uh, heroin use and and it's going to change not change your mind but open your eyes to another side of the story uh, so give that a listen so those are my, my suggestions for this week for podcasts and of course my usuals my favorite murder and um, over my dead body and 48 hours has a great one so those are mine you got anything Brian? Um, as far as podcasts go, I listen to the same thing pretty much all the time. I listen to my race chaser, which is my favorite thing in the whole world. Every Friday they do an episode called hot goss. And it just makes me, it really does kind of help me get through that final push of that week, that last day of the week. Okay. So race chaser is the name of this podcast. Yep. And it's just called hot goss. It goes through everything on television. It's kind of like us, except it's just two drag queens talking about shit. Yeah. Okay. So here's my question with Alaska and William, because I'm looking it up. Willem, yeah. Oh, Willem, I'm sorry. Alaska and Willem. Okay. I'm going to hit follow. Um, okay. So I'm following them. It's a great one. It really is super, super funny. They're both so witty and so smart. Okay. I'm going to give it a try. Is this something I, I don't need to go back to the first episode and listen to them? I can just jump in right now? You can just jump in, yeah. Throughout the week, they post one. Um, they Race Chaser is just about the actual show, RuPaul's Drag Race. So they go through, like, every season and every episode. And then every Friday. Okay. Every Friday, they have an episode where it's just about gossip and politics and things yeah, like I'm that. Yeah, I'm looking at the list. So there's every other episode is called Hot Goss. Yep. Okay, I'm going to listen to this. And All the, right. hot, the Hot Goss ones are my favorite. All right, yeah. I'll give that a listen when I have nothing else because sometimes I have nothing else and it scares me. Yeah. Um, 
I like need these all are of that. these are the two drag queens that organized the drag is good um telethon down in Tennessee. Yes, when, I remember that. Yeah. I remember being a little disappointed because I was expecting RuPaul's drag. No. Kind of like <laughs> when I go to local drag around here. Yeah. We went to that we went to a drag show brunch for my niece's birthday. Yeah. And it was a couple weeks ago, and I took a great picture of my eight-year-old nephew from behind. He's on a tablet, and you can see the drag queen in front of him and him on his tablet. And I posted it on social media, and I wrote, um, I wrote, one of these things is, is dangerous to children, and it's not <laughs> the drag queen. It's not the drag queen. <laughs> so we went, and... That drag queen, I'm sorry, whoever you are, drag queen in Florida, you have, you looked a little beat up. Well, that's that's drag brunch in general. Yeah, she did not have any desire to be there. I think that was part of it. She might have had a night the night before. Uh, They usually do. Yeah, and then somebody showed me her picture out of drag, and he was adorable. (laughs) Cutest thing I've ever seen. Very handsome man. Uh, it didn't work. It didn't translate for me. Usually, yeah, yeah, it didn't work. So she might have been just having a rough morning, but it was fun. And I supported local drag. And I even let an eight-year-old, they let an eight-year-old in, even though it's, it's against about. the law. It's against the law in Florida, remember? Yeah, I know. Drag queens are bad for children. So Horrible. go ahead. So you're listening to Race Chaser. I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, um, and I'm listening to Onward, just like you. And then I listen to my crime junkie. Um, okay, do my do me and you a favor and go listen to that one episode of This American Life. I will. Time. I'll try it. Okay. Out. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break. Yeah, please do. I need to get something to drink and I need to use the restroom. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's take a break. So all right. You can take your your. Don't take me with you to the restroom. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. <clears throat> Bye. Break. All right. Welcome back, listeners. Oh, okay. Welcome back. Hey, how's your break, mister? It was great. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) They were always quick. Uh, It was. I got up. I did look in the pool, and I'm ready for a swim when this is over. I do believe that pool looks perfect. So, sorry, Ohio, where it's 59 degrees. Well. I'm going to be using my time today in the pool. Do you want to just jump us into our um, Mary Cheap and Carpenter? Or yes. Amy Lou Harris, whoever it is. Uh, okay, so <laughs> listeners, when I asked Brian about Mary Chapin Carpenter this morning, he's been listening to Amy Lou Harris again. <laughs> it's, this must run in your family. Because first it was Kevin with the Bernadette Peters, and now it's you with Mary Chapin Carpenter. Yep. So this should be interesting. Uh, so essentially you you're to going into live. this. I did. We saw her live last week. Um, can I just say, Amazing. So how was the set? How was the production? How was the okay, instrumentation? So here's, the here's the thing for those of you who don't know anything about Mary Chapin Carpenter. She's considered, you know, she's in that folk sort of country singer-songwriter. Lilith, Lilith Fair vibes. Yeah. She's, she's Lilith Fair. That's funny. Uh, she's great. Anyway, so 
when you see her in concert, it's not a production. It's about the music okay. and the lyrics. So I've seen Mary Shaver Carpenter many, 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 many times. I'm going to say 20 might be as many. And every time it was the best time I ever saw her, <laughs> wow. as it was this time. This time I was like, this is one of the best times I've ever seen her. And this time it was very different because she took the stage with another woman named Sean Colvin, yep. who's in that same genre. Yep. And it was amazing because normally it's her on the guitar. Chat, she chats. She's a storyteller. I love that about her. She'll tell the story behind the song before she sings it. And because she's the songwriter, it's just such a great vibe. It's like sitting in a coffee house somewhere. Do you know that vibe I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when you talk about like the production of it, the production was there was a stage with two chairs and two microphones. And that was the production. It was um, very well attended. <laughs> it was definitely the NPR crowd. Very white, very older um, scattered out were many lesbians so it was as it was expected what we didn't expect was the drunk lady behind us she made it all worth everything so we sit down right away she wants to be our friend she's like hey i hope you guys are fun and we're like yeah we're more fun than anyone here and then we just kind of ignored her <laughs> until she was so funny i'm sitting there in the middle of you know a song we're all listening to the music and i hear her she puts her head up to my friend next to me and says, do you want some pot? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, right here? <laughs> this isn't, you know, the 1970s seeing a Jethro Tell concert. It, it it's a little be. different. You don't, I don't know. It was just so funny. We laughed and laughed. And then, I don't know if she fell out of her chair or if she got up to go and fell down, but they had to carry her out of there. Wow. Like, it was a whole scene. It was ridiculous. But the concert was amazing. Her voice is amazing. Her songwriting. She sang this one song, Brian, I have to tell you. It was called, oh, I can't remember. Um, something like a girl and her dog or a woman and her dog. But it was someone in her dog. And she told the story of how it became her song, how she wrote the song. And it's so... It, I was crying like three lines into the song <laughs> and the whole, it was a, it was a beautiful song. So if you get a chance, try to find that song. I know you did not listen to Mary Chapin Carpenter this I'm week right because now. you, you were listening to Emmy, Emmy Lou Harris. Harris. Uh, I searched for that song and I could find a story about the song, but I couldn't find the song. Huh. Uh, you might be better at stuff like that for me. So uh, that was a great concert. And a little bit about her, for those of you who don't know, um, I'm sure Brian is going to give us some information, but I know, you know, because I've been a fan for so long, but she's like from New Jersey, Princeton, New Jersey. She went to Brown University. And, okay. Uh, Very well-to-do college. Yeah, she got a degree in American civilization. I don't even know what that is. I and I probably should have taken some time to look it up. But can you imagine having been at college with someone like Mary Chapin Carpenter, how much she would just, you would love sitting around and listen to her sing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and she's had hundreds of songs. She's got like five Grammys, two Academy of Country Music Awards, two Country Music Awards. She's uh, she's a big deal in her genre, for real. 
And I loved listening to her and seeing her again in concert. So what do you know about her? I'm sure, did you look up anything? Well, <clears throat> the only albums that I'm familiar with, and I apologize to the listeners, I should have said this earlier, that I do have a little bit of cold, which is why I kind of sound like this. But um, the only albums that I'm familiar with from Mary Chapin Carpenter is an album called Come On, Come On. And that's because... Which was her biggest album. Yeah, I think and that was that's where all those awards came from. And those were my Sam Goody days. So like we had to play okay. it in the store all the time. So I know <laughs> Did that you album. Like it? Yeah, it reminded okay. me because at the time I was into like, I was into Sean Colvin. Sean Colvin actually had a song called "Sunny Came Home" that I really really liked. Yeah, yeah um, she sang that. Um, she sang that for us that night. Yeah. That's like the big hit that I remember from her from the 90s. And like I was listening to a lot of M Melissa Etheridge back then and stuff like that. So a little you know, bit Mary... of the same. Uh, Melissa Etheridge, I think, has more of a rock edge than these two women. She but does. Anyways, she yeah. also goes very, very country in her non like hits, like this, the stuff she doesn't release to the public. If you listen to a full album of Melissa Etheridge, it can be very, very country, especially her early oh, stuff. Okay. I didn't really know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Come On, Come On, I think that's the album that put her on the charts, for sure. Yeah, she had had... And there were a couple before that that were great, but oh, that she one had, is the one... She had five albums before that, yeah. Yeah, and there's some, you know, great songs on each of those albums. I, I've loved something so much from each album, and then my favorite album was the one you were supposed to listen to which I hope some of our listeners listened to, and that was uh, Stones in the Road. Right, which is in 1994. Yeah, it was a great album. It's, it's such a great... She's such a great storyteller. That's what it is. She's just such a great storyteller. Yeah, which is why I, I think a lot of people lump her into country music. Yeah, and she's, she's, a, she's performed with everyone, like from Roseanne Cash, the Indigo Girls, Sean Colvin. Yeah. Trisha Yearwood. And Sean Colvin was really cool because she was telling stories and she was really funny too. And she um, she sang a song. She started, she opened for Sting. This is, this is the story she tells. She opened for Sting and sang one of his songs. <laughs> like she was like, I'm going to sing one of his songs. See how that goes. Yeah. And she did. And then was worried about how it went or whatever. And then years later she saw him, he sang, they, he asked her to sing the song with him or something. I don't know, but it was a really funny story. She's really funny and she's been around a lot of people. I didn't know that about her and oh. Sting and other people like that. So yeah. I'm sure she's just about open for everybody who has ever played a guitar. <laughs> Sean Colvin is just one of those people that's been around since the nineties touring, just like the Indigo girls do with this, huge female lesbian following you know it's like the lesbian grateful <laughs> um, dad oh is that right for sean colvin well it's not just for sean colvin but there's like these this handful of acts like the indigo oh. girls that these lesbians okay. just turn out for so and they will okay and they will and, and they, they will business. um well sean colvin really impressed me i was a little bit uncertain about how it's going to feel with Mary Chapin Hopper to sh sharing the stage with someone else because like I said usually she'll banter she'll tell the story of the song she'll she'll talk with the men like the people in her band but this time there was no band it was yeah. just the two of them so I wondered how that would go but their energy together you can tell they were good friends they've seen some shit and it was awesome I loved it so 
Anyway, so uh, she's only worth $8 million. Yeah, that's probably she about right because she's not... Well, that's still respectable as far as... Oh my you know, God, it's a lot of money. Are you kidding that's me? That's a lot of money. I thought I spent that much on her albums <laughs> <laughs> and the concert tickets. I mean, right. shit, right? Uh, so, you know, it was just a, you know, it looked like a small number when you looked, you know, last time we do someone like Taylor Swift, right? True. Um, but which we should have been talking about with our news you can use. What about Taylor Swift shaking uh, up the whole NFL world? I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who he is, but um, it's a big deal. I don't know who this guy is, but I, I guess. I do a little bit. I do a lot more now. I, I guess if you are. Taylor Swift, whenever you date anybody, it makes big news. Oh, for sure. For but sure. This... I kind of feel bad for him. I know. This guy has now been put <laughs> in the stratosphere because even people like me are like, who is this guy? Yeah. And and um, he can't control it. He can't make it go away. Right. Uh, so he either has to jump in and be cool or he's going to end up as another song um for taylor swift right so uh or that might it, or it might be both maybe <laughs> <laughs> both he might he, jump in uh, and be cool makes, and be another song be another song so i did write this little note and this is what i referred to i wrote her she, for mary chapin carpenter i said she's kind of the taylor swift of folks music when it comes folks folk music when it comes to ex-boyfriend songs because she's got a lot of them yeah, like she's got a lot of people, and she even talked about it on stage about like, well, you know, we ended up on another album, so she's that. She's got that going on, Miss Mary Chapin Carpenter. So I hope you guys liked listening to her. Brian, take a minute and listen yeah. <laughs> to the actual album. <clears throat> I and, will, but I did have a nice time the... listening to Emmylou Harris. I did. <laughs> oh yeah, we should do her sometime. We'll wait a while. We'll do her sometime. She's the only one out of the trio that we haven't done. <laughs> Oh, then we need to do her soon. Because we've done later. Linda Ronstadt and we've done Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, right? So I would have eventually picked her, but I'll pick her sooner though. Yeah. But no, nope, it's your turn. And this is what the fans are waiting for. So the next pick. I get yeah. nervous with you because when I look back at our history, we have some great people. And I don't even have to look at, like, I know which ones I picked. I know which ones Kevin picked. And I know which ones you picked. Uh, yeah. And sometimes yours, I have no idea who they are or nothing. So am I in for that or am I in for somebody I know? Oh, no. You'll know who this person is. And in oh, fact, okay. I like we've that been, better. In fact, we've been talking about her in this, oh. in this podcast already. So, so we're doing who? Uh, I think we're going to do Melissa Etheridge. And I think we're going to oh do... Oh, my God one of her first albums uh, not her first album which is just called melissa etheridge um yes but i figured we would do her second album called uh, brave and crazy because there's okay. a song on brave and crazy called sleep when i drive that is one of my favorite songs of all time okay brave and crazy and then i'm gonna put sleep when i drive sleep yeah it's called you can sleep while i drive Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. Oh, you're right. That is a great song. So I love Melissa Etheridge. I've oh, me seen too. her in concert a few times. You know, I was I, I I don't even want to save this for next week, but I went to a Little Feet concert and she opened for them. Oh, see, I'm and not it surprised. Was amazing. She's it was all the about... first time any of us ever heard her name 
And we were like, what the hell was that? I've got to find out who this woman is. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, she's that, And you know what? Basically, she did her whole first album. And you know that whole first album is amazing. Oh, it's great. Yeah, so, oh, good. Thank I you. I was going to pick that one, but it doesn't have You Can Sleep While I Drive. And I love that song so much. All right. Um, I'll listen to both if I want to. Nobody can tell me what to do. That's right. So, <laughs> at least I'll listen to the right artists. Like <laughs> some people. I know. Anyways. All right, Brian, it was great catching up with you. I hope that you have a great week and that you uh, do your best at doing your best. I will try. You do the same and listeners do the same. You can reach us on all of our social medias at 3 for T. 3 for T. All right. Later. All right. Bye. Bye.